the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One meat, two sides, hot sauce. We're your guides, Rob, Andy, and Randy, and sometimes a guest. Welcome to Talkin' Trash, a Rochester-based food podcast where you rate and review local and national food favorites. I'm Rob. I'm Randy. And I'm Andy. And this week we're getting back to our roots and reviewing plates from Wimpy's and Gates. Ooh, that rhymed. I didn't even notice that. Hey, normally on the old garbage plate episodes, Randy would describe what a, a trash plate is or garbage plate. I don't think we really need to do that anymore, probably. Do we, Randy? No, I agree. I think if you are if you made it this far with us, you probably know what a garbage plate or trash plate is. But just... No, I'm kidding. I was going to try to do it again. <laughs> so this week we have... Pat as our guest, Randy's friend from work. That was like, thank you. I feel like I really have to step up now. Just like to get some kind of ovation. That was a lot. But yes, Randy's friend from work. Welcome to the pod, Pat. Oh, thanks so much. It's pretty, this is exactly what I was hoping for. This kind of fun eating plates. Yeah, Pat's had a real peek behind the curtain because as you might be able to tell through the audio, we are, we're recording on some new equipment and he got to do about 15 mic checks with us, so that was pretty exciting. You also might be hearing birds chirping in the background. It's that nice Rochester vibe. You know, it's, it's summer, it's almost spring, spring, summer-ish. Like, it's what people want right now. We could either have bird noises, or it could be a thousand degrees in this room. So we went, we opted for the nature sounds. I know we haven't gotten to plugs like yet but i'm gonna plug our um opening for an engineer if they want to uh join the <laughs> podcast because i don't know what i'm doing and i'm doing the best here so get intern at talking trash yeah <laughs> you won't get paid and you won't get fed but you will get water and you might get bread <laughs> i think yep end, is that the end of the episode yeah, that was good. Good, good that's a wrap right there <laughs> so Pat, welcome to the show. Um, usually, we start each episode with a segment that we like to call The Week in Food. And for, for this segment, basically, we each just describe something we ate that week, hence The Week in Food. So, Pat, did you have any memorable food items this week? Yeah, so it's actually about a, to last weekend, but uh, with my with three kids, my son McKeegan uh, is seven, and he just loves having parties. It's what his thing is. And then pandemic happens, and they just went away. So not no pool parties, no family parties, nothing. And randomly, he's like, I want to have a barbecue. And I love barbecue. It's what I do. I own two smokers. I own a flat top griddle. And he goes, I want to have a burger barbecue. I'm like, Okay. Called up my 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 parents, uh, my my wife's grandma. So she came over, and my son, seven years old, on the Traeger cooking burgers. And then that morning, I sent Randy a picture. I was boiling potatoes, made my own home fries on, on the flat top. It was just it was quite an experience. Had the hot sauce rocking and ate in the backyard, like you know, old school, like pre-pandemic, like actual people. And it was just a lot of fun. It was. You know, it's it, it's why we, I think why why you guys like plate so much because it's just it's food, it's easy to make, and you can be with your friends. So, so some things are clicking into place here for me <laughs> because I asked Randy what his buddy from work's name was this morning because I was filling out our little agenda, and he said Pat's name. And now, because I am sort of in charge of our Instagram account, I'm realizing you were the person who posted and tagged us because I was like, who tagged us? I don't know this name. <laughs> I was like, this is great. And someone mentioned us and it, it was it was Pat. So that's pretty funny. But yeah, I totally agree with the party situation. It's It's been depressing for a while. What was that? <laughs> drop an anvil yeah. over here? That was the end of the pandemic dropping out right there. That was Randy's garbage plate sinking deeper into his stomach. <laughs> Which I sank deeper into the chair, so I think that was the chair just breaking. Well, that's awesome, though. I, I, I aspire to have my children one day request a barbecue as their party. That's wonderful. It was definitely one of those, like, I'm doing okay. Now, 
when he's freaking out, not going to bed at nine o'clock at night, you know, you look back to the barbecue for the good times. But that's it was it was perfect. It was sunny, sixty five. It's yeah. what it's all I wanted. And also, Pat, nice when it dropped in there that you have two smokers. Things are going over okay, over okay, Pat's house. So you got a Traeger, and what's the other smoker? Uh, another Traeger. So I have oh. a, I have a Traeger Pro twenty two, Traeger Texas thirty four, and then a then a Blackstone thirty six. Traeger guy. Yes. I think there's a very good video about, hey, do you know I own a Traeger? I'm a Traeger guy. These are pellets. So. Awesome. That's, uh, that's, we have a friend who's really big into the Blackstone listener, Nick. Former guest. Former Nick. guest of the show, Nick. So, Pat, real quick, I thought it was interesting. So you boiled the potatoes first and then put them on the flat top? Is that what you did? Yeah, just a quick parboil. If you don't, like, if you just really can't cook them through on a flat top, especially with, like, you know, the temperature outside is, like, 50. Even if I did them inside on a flat top, it's still only, like, 70. So that parboil gets them through, and then you can try to crisp them up as best you can. I mean, I mean, I did a little. I worked at Wegmans back in the day to prepare food. So to know to parboil them is is key and then i've also asked like when i go out to diners like why are these so good and they're like no we boil them the night before let them cool and go to town Hmm. i'm taking notes here ask questions of people who work at restaurants (laughs) that seems to know a lot more about food than we do already (laughs) it changes i've heard with potatoes too if you cook them cool them and then recook them it changes the the nature of the starch yes it it really like if you watch like food network things like that you'll see them wash potatoes a ton and that and it gets that starch out you get that water it's like so it's not that brown potato water you Mm -hmm. want that clear water after you wash them off so it's the same general process the parboil just cooks them through a little bit and the my irish heritage playing to that obviously awesome randy did you have any memorable food this week uh, I did. Um, so the other night, last night, Laurel and I went to CSEA, Southeast Asian Restaurant, I think it's called, um, right on the corner of Monroe and uh, near, I think, near Rucker Street. That, that used bookstore is right there. Yes. It used to be Basta Pasta, the best pasta place in Rochester <laughs> that closed down. Um, Arguably. You could, you could have plugged them a few years ago before they closed <laughs> down. Oh, right God. Now. I was so disappointed. Another story for another time. So we go to see Laurel wants uh, something that she ordered with peanuts in it. I don't know. I've never really gotten that type of food before. So I was like, all right, this sounds good. Crispy noodles and chicken with vegetables. So I order it. Um, I get it into the car, I look in the bag, and the crispy noodles are not in the actual vegetable chicken mixture. It's separate, totally dry, um, in a plastic bag, and I did not know what to do with it. Is this when we received a text (laughs) saying, what do you do with this? Uh, Not a joke. I was hoping somebody would tell me, and nobody really gave me any good advice. So, oh, Rob, did you you know what to do? You just the broth on it and it'll absorb it, I think. Because that's when I made rice noodles... You don't actually really cook them. You like soak them for a few minutes and then you put it with the ingredients and it kind of just softens up. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't sure why they gave it to me to do myself and not do on their end of things. So I pretty much did that. At first, I broke off a little piece of the noodles, put it in, and then I mixed more of it and then I just dumped it all into a bowl together. Guys, it was phenomenal. And it was just vegetables chicken like not fried chicken or anything just regular chicken and these noodles i would go back again today i don't know what they did but it was delicious the onions were so good in it the peppers it was so tasty want to know what it was what you cooked it yourself oh (laughs) you make some good point actually i didn't even heat it up i just mixed it together you mixed it yourself (laughs) it was so good so um yeah that was my week in food I've heard good places or good things about that place. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, and Laurel loved hers too. So, sweet. Uh, for my weekend food, I have a little theme of eating outside. So we had our local school board vote recently, and my family went to a little fundraiser. I guess they're both fundraisers too. They they had the macaroni food truck featuring dessert by Cheesy Eddie's. Little cheese theme there, I guess. Uh, so we we had mac and cheese and some cheesecake, but we just ate outside at the school on the ground, my, my boys and my wife and I. And so that was a really fun experience. It was a nice night. It was sunny. There was a crazy turnout of people at our school board vote. It was pretty exciting and, and kind of a fun night to just see so many people 
and so many people uh, were also doing this fundraiser. So we saw a million people that we knew and were saying hi and just hanging out. It was fun. My kids enjoyed watching like buses returning from sporting events and things like that. So we ate dinner outside once this week. And then just this weekend, we went to the Fairport Farmers Market and there was a separate fundraiser, which was just a Fairport lacrosse team cooking burgers and dogs in front of Skip's Meat Market. And there's nothing better. It's, it reminded me of when you walk out of Wegmans in the summer and every once in a while they're just cooking dogs and they've got the Wegmans sodas and it's like three bucks. You get a, a hot dog and a soda. When you happen upon a cookout, it's pretty amazing. So th- that was a highlight for me, two eating outdoors moments. And when we ate the dogs and burgers, we uh, went over and just watched boats on the canal. Again, my kids are three, so we do a lot of watch buses, watch boats, that kind of stuff. We wave at the boats. It was a great time. Awesome. Uh, for my weekend food, I went to two places out to eat. I went to Bitter Honey with a friend on Friday, and we split a couple of things. So we got their smash burger, and we also got their flautas, and the flautas were, were pretty good. But the smash burger was excellent. I would, I know we've talked about and, and kind of teased the idea of doing like a burger episode at some point. This would absolutely uh, be included in one of the better burgers in Rochester I've had. I do have to say there, it's an expensive place. Like you're gonna, you're paying, I think you're paying more for that burger than you should, but it still is an awesome burger. This, is, I don't know if this is right. Is that near Boxcar and Rohrbach and Public Market? Yep. I've wanted to go there for a long time. I keep hearing more and more good things. I can, another thing, Rob sent me a text message of the cocktail menu when he was there. He's like, which one of these do you think you would get? There were, We've been talking a lot about cocktails lately, and there was a lot of great choices. I always look at a menu like that, and I try to say, what is this like? This is sort of like a... Uh, you know, a Manhattan, this one's sort of like a uh, margarita, this one's sort of like, but those all looked good. What did you, what type of drink did you settle on? I got one that had um, mezcal and lime juice and maybe something else and like a chili, uh, like a chili lime salt on the rim. Mm. It was really good. It was I margarita really adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. It had that smokiness. Uh, I'm not really a cocktail uh, person. So I have no idea what to order whenever I go to a cocktail place. I just like look at stuff and I'm like, oh, I kind of like that. I'll get this. And so... It's like going to a brewery and you don't know and the bartender's like, well, what kind of you know beer do you like to drink? And then they'll help you out. They need to yeah. put in parentheses, like, this is like a Paloma. This is like yeah. a margarita. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I have had, I've been there before. Because, I mean, again, when you got three kids, it's usually like, oh, is it McDonald's or Burger King tonight? Maybe, yeah. you know, Carbone's Pizza. But I made it out there once. And, and talk about a place that just blew me away. Like, I felt uncomfortable because it sounds like where cool people go. <laughs> I was like, you know, what do you guys do with for, like, bottles? Like, oh, bottle service? I'm like, no, 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 like, bottles of formula or, like, high C. Like, what do you guys yeah. do? But it was... Had some like crispy chicken tacos on special. Same problem though, the, the sticker shock of it was like $7 for a singular taco. And I'm like, I don't care how good, this was terrific, not $7 taco. Yeah. Like just, I don't feel comfortable here. I do, I, I have heard that on Tuesdays, there is no uh, corkage fee for uh, baby bottles. That's good. So, so that's good to know, just keep that in mind. You bring your- I was trying to think of a taco <laughs> Tuesday version of that joke. I got nothing. So, it, it, great place, a little overpriced, but, but very good food, good cocktails. And then I went to K2 Brothers for brunch, not one hour before we just ate trash plates. So, that was not the smartest move, but it was kind of cool. Like, I, K2's doing brunch. They hadn't done that before, to my knowledge. There were a lot of people there. They had a lot of great options. I got a breakfast burrito. It was really good. So, uh, recently I saw a friend had a fried chicken sandwich there that looked delicious. So... We're, we're also considering doing a little uh, brewery food tour, and I'm thinking K2 is going to be on that list. So, You're teasing a lot today, Rob. I love to tease. <laughs> it's because you're just building content. This, this thing's <laughs> going to be going for a long time. The content train is strong with you. The extended talking trash universe. Uh, it's, it's growing. So that's a, a great uh, week in food. Maybe we could wrap it up with the week in food. Theme song. I got a little heat on the mic on the first time we did it, so I had to restrain, and it just sounded weird. (laughs) When you put the terrible sound in the back, it'll it'll be perfect. It'll be beautiful sound. Uh, So, Pat, before we actually get into the trash plates, 
you you already coming into the in the gates with a newspaper. You kind of shared a little bit of your plate story. Could you just tell our guests uh, your history with trash plates? Yeah. So uh, you know, I'm I'm 38. So born and raised in Rochester, and I've been doing plates for a long time. And you just you know, if I just didn't really think about it, it's just what I've been doing. And then. You know, Randy's like, we were talking about like the history of plates. Make sure you're right. I'm like, wait, I wrote a newspaper article in high school about plates. And I sure as heck, I found it last night at my parents' house, folded, tucked away, a perfect original copy from the Greece Arcadian Reed from 1999. <laughs> that thing was in perfect shape. There's yeah. not even a crease on it, really. Mom, Mom and Dad are still very proud of me, which is wonderful. <laughs> Um, so I started eating plates though my sophomore or junior junior year um, on Friday nights before our football games. So we I grew up in Greece and we didn't have Friday night lights because we didn't have lights in Greece until literally this year. So we would play Saturdays at two. So we'd have our pregame practice and then me, Pipel, Tomedy, Tarzan, and, and, and Clemma pile in our car. And then we'd head out and we'd eat a plate at, at Tahoe's. And it's what we did every Friday night. And it was the same order, the same five of us. And we did it before every single game. And it just became what we did. So the the extension of the article my senior year writing for the school paper about what it means to go there, interviewing a couple of my teachers, like some making fun of the place, some swearing by it. It was it brought back some really cool memories of just like, you know, one of the, one of the teachers in there I quoted passed away. And to like get that like reminder of like him and that was so plates have always been there for me and just haven't really gone away. I I told Pat I was uh, it reminded me of the beefers move where you eat a garbage plate before you play hockey like immediate before at the Bill Gray's. So yeah, there's a big difference between uh, three hours before a hockey game and like 18 hours before football. I feel like it, that overnight gives you a little processing. <laughs> Our JV football games, we would play on Saturday morning, and we would all go to, um, what's the diner right there? It's the chain diner, search of the D. Denny's? Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, my goodness. I'm glad I could help out there. <laughs> a long week, man. Uh, we would go Are to you Denny's. from Buffalo, Pat? How'd you know that? <laughs> it's this local Buffalo diner. You might not have heard of it. Starts with a D. My dad Denny's. went to high school with Denny. Got this cool <laughs> thing, a grand slam. It's just yep. cutting edge. But we would stuff our faces and then play football like an hour and a half later. And almost, because I would always get like chocolate chip Belgian waffles and just like almost puke every game. When we were in college, Rob and I played rugby together, and at a certain point, I think it was our junior or senior year, we started the, we would do Friday night lights before rugby to just like keep ourselves in check and try to stay focused, take our mind, you know, off of things. And we started going to local high school football games and just watching those in order to stay out of trouble and stay focused. And that that's like a really fond memory of mine. <laughs> I don't... We were in college. So I don't think we ate anything really special or well. We probably went to the dining hall and then went to watch Perry versus Livonia or something and get ourselves <laughs> psyched up for the next day's game. But that was always a lot of fun. Uh, plates, though. Plates before a big game. I guess it's sort of like carbo loading. You got the max salad in there. I guess how you justify it. I don't no. There's no coach, including myself. Like that is a good idea. Like there's, it's such a poor idea, but it's what we did, and then it's it's always been a part of my life. My wife. Um, that was one of her, her cravings with our second child was garbage plates from, from ironically and why I wanted to do wimpies. So we would be it'd be a random Tuesday afternoon and she goes, I you know, I just what are we doing for dinner? I'm like, Well, we got all this like stuff right right in the fridge. Like what it was what we were planning on doing. Can we um, you know, if you just you know if you want wimpies? I'm like, Yes, so we could you're like twisting my arm, eat a garbage plate, honey. So you know, put on some of those sympathy pounds with her. <laughs> Awesome. Well, that I think that's a good transition to Wimpy's, our place. So you explained why we, why you wanted to go here, Pat. Uh, so what did you actually get from Wimpy's? What was your order? So I, I, my garbage plate order has been the same since I've gone. It's a cheeseburg plate, mac home fries, hot sauce, mustard. It is just, for me, that's the that's the gold standard. I, I, I used to be more of an elitist, like the only thing you get is a red hot or white hot and a cheeseburger, and that was that. And then... That's old school thinking. Like, that's not going to help anybody out. That's not going to bring people to the plate game. Um, so when I saw yours, I was like, well, what is on that plate? But, like, it's all good. I'm an innovator, man. Yeah. Or, like, you had you had Ahmad a couple weeks ago, and he had, like, the chicken fingers. I'm like, I know Ahmad. Ahmad's a cool guy, but he's lost his way. But, no. Um, mine's always that standard cheeseburger plate, mac home fries. It's not cutting edge. But, it, for me, that's, like, the gold standard. And, and that's exactly what I got in my plate today was, like, the gold standard. Yeah. So, it's like they talk about that in golf a lot. they got to grow the game. 
We're, we got to grow the plate. You know, any modifications are welcome. Any toppings are welcome. We know what constitutes a true plate. Randy used to explain it every single episode, as noted earlier. But uh, whatever you want. And I'm, I'm still constantly experimenting. I was late to the game on plates, but uh, today we tried out some. I tried out some weird stuff. So, Pat, would this bring us to a good point? I don't know if you know them off the top of your head, but in that article you wrote for the newspaper, you had four rules of plates, and you I can't did. break these rules. I did. I don't want to mess them up, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it out. You can hear me. So this Open. was 99, <laughs> right? December 99, the so special holiday you, episode. Yeah, you had some pretty strict rules. Let's, let's hear them. Um, this, this paper's in better shape than the notes I took today. My mom's covered in grease and stuff. Anything happens to this, my mother will never let it down. She doesn't know how to do a podcast or results. She'll never hear this. But uh, rule one, always finish your plate. There are no exceptions to this rule. If you don't, you will be shunned from the community. So I agree with that rule. I don't know. Andy, sound pretty good? Yeah, I'm on board. Rob? I totally agree. Mm, interesting. That's, that is, I mean. <laughs> fingers are crossed. Interesting. Yeah. It's like not the most welcoming. It's my 17-year-old mind welcoming there. <laughs> Uh, rule two, don't get the beans. There is an exception to this rule, though. If for some reason you need to have beans, you must double beans with nothing else. What situation <laughs> do you need Do you need beans? Yeah, we don't have home fries at this cheeseburger shop. I, I, double <laughs> beans. I couldn't imagine like even getting them in the first place, but that was the exception. You had to do double. Hey, you know, it you was know. a different time, 1999. <laughs> you know there's a kid that read this newspaper in your high school that was like super nerdy, just wanted to be cool. When I got a play, he's like, oh, man, but Pat Coyne from the Arcadian Reed, he said only go double beans or nothing else. So I'm going to go double beans. He would come running up to Pat with his plate. It's just a styrofoam <laughs> container filled with beans. He's like, I'm doing it. <laughs> How much they would even have to weigh if a person were to, can I get the double bean cheeseburger plate? Just please leave, sir. Just take your business elsewhere. I'll take them dry. <laughs> Uh, number three, and this is probably it's probably not unique to the Nick Tahoe, the old Nick Tahoe's on Lyle Avenue, but again, as you guys have been around, like this is probably pretty universal. Don't use the bathroom. Only few have entered and even fewer have left. <laughs> Just heed my advice. Don't go in there. Now that prop according to the, the earlier episodes of this podcast, that might be accurate. I thought the rule was I always use the bathroom to check the grout job. So I'm I'm counting right now. I think Rob's broken every rule so far in episode one of this podcast. Uh, no beans. I didn't have any beans. <laughs> no, it's uh, there was yeah, it's not unique to the one on Lyle. Uh, the last rule. It sounds like a simple rule, but always follow this one. If you don't eat the bread, you'll poop the bed. It is a binding agent. Um, and I know that was like a joke we used to say, S the bed. I don't want to swear on your podcast. Keep it above brow for, for the nice people at Spotify and Google. We don't need you to get banned. But you, you poop the bed. And this made the Arcadian read. So it has, if it's, if it's <laughs> to fit to print, any, any news fit to print in the Arcadian read. I think All we, those times that they didn't even give us bread. They're like, just, you got to poop the bed, I guess. So it's really a prank on their part. They meant not to give us bread. I'm just imagining the, uh, like, 28-year-old, fifth-year teacher from the English department who is like the editor of this paper <laughs> having to be like, oh, this kid wants to write about poop in the bed after eating a garbage, but he's like, I don't get paid enough for this job. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> Just, to Brian Claus. The guy, I still re, he's still a teacher. I think he's like got one or two years left, but Brian Claus and uh, Jason Cooney as well was one of the... Get out of here. Jason okay. Cooney. Wait, so Jason is, Cooney. Oh um, definitely in that, in that realm at Grease Central. That's so funny. That's funny. So, so, so you described what plate you ordered. What would you say about the qualities, the characteristics of the actual um, elements of the plate? So we got the Wimpies from Gates, which originally was going to be the Wimpies in Greece, but shockingly, through the pandemic, it did close. Um, so that that was kind of a bummer. But we went to it out there. So I can tell you, for me, it matched perfectly. It tasted just like a plate would have tasted at the Greece Wimpies. So that's good to know that that's still in the wheelhouse. Um, just picking it up was that was a massive plate. I, I don't know when you guys picked up your plates, you're like, this. What did they put in here along with my plate? Because it just seemed like a lot, and it opened. You know, you open up your nine by nine styrofoam, and it was filled to the brim, which was wonderful. First thing you see is this that massive layer of meat hot sauce, which is a real wimpy staple. It's not. It wasn't watery or anything like that, and it really just. It really just did it. it you see it, and you're like, yep, I'm looking at a garbage plate right now. That was that was my first impression for sure. I agree. Andy, what about you? Uh, my, I thought it was very appealing when I opened it up. I did go a little off book today. Um, 
might have been hazed a little bit back in the Greece Arcadia days in the late 90s with my order, but uh, I'm always searching for the right sides for me. And I told Randy, who was picking up the order, I was going to get uh, a potato side and then just something else if they'll do mac and cheese or onion rings because I'm not, not a mac salad guy. So I ended up with onion rings and tater tots. So it looked cool. And even just seeing the onion rings, I think, like you said, Pat, you just looked at it and you're like, oh, that's different. Um, so that was kind of fun to try a couple different sides that I don't usually get. But it looked great. They had a, a beautiful mustard zigzag. And if you've seen our logo, Rob's a big fan of writing with mustard. So it was nice Correct. to see that. Um, overall, I, I really liked it. And I did comment on the, the meat hot sauce to Pat because he's had it before. I said, is it normally this thick because it wasn't super greasy and there was there's a little grease at the bottom but overall that meat sauce was real thick and I, I enjoyed it uh i like the plate quite a bit i got a split plate along with those sides and i go no onions on mine awesome randy so i got the classic hamburger plate that i usually get ketchup hot sauce um and then mac home fries and i did order onions on the side for this one uh, just because I want to start trying onions on it after one of the ones we had, it was really good. Um, so yeah, that was that was my main plate. It looked awesome, like these guys said. Um, and uh, yeah, Rob. Yeah, I got my classic cheeseburger plate, mac uh, mac salad, home fries, and then the works on top, which I believe they had ketchup, which I know isn't always standard, but I think it was ketchup, mustard, meat sauce, and onions. And I agree with Andy um, and Pat. Really thick meat sauce. Like, there were literal chunks of meat that were inside them. I kind of liked it. And it had a good heat to it, I thought. The burgers were thin, but they were, they were great. Uh, great. Great coverage of the meat sauce. I think the only thing I might say that's a little... Cra- oh, and, and one thing about the, the pasta had, like, ribs. It was, like, ribs noodles, which is different. It's usually a smooth noodle. This had ribs. Wait, you got ribs on your plate? Yeah, I got ribs. It was, <laughs> it was noodles made out of ribs. Oh. Uh, it... My only, and they, they had a good salt flavor, so you know that when they boiled those noodles, it was in like, you know, salty water, which is how you're supposed to cook noodles. My only criticism the noodles were a little overcooked. They were a little soft, not quite the al dente that I liked, but that was really my only criticism. I thought it was a pretty solid plate. The visual of like a, you know, 23 year old cook in a garbage plates place being like, these noodles aren't al dente, cook them again. <laughs> it's just. Amazing to me. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I had, but it was, it was a really, it was a really good plate. It was really solid, I thought. Yeah. You want to talk more about the plate? <laughs> Do you want me to talk more about the plate? I want to. Well, so. That's okay. Well, this is what we were doing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah, that's, yeah I know yeah, we were doing the whole like point a, of this. A little. Just jump right in, Randy. <laughs> all right. This is a podcast. Uh, we can all talk about things. Yeah. All right. It's been so long, I forgot. Do we Now we talk individually about it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go in more detail on my plate. Um, hamburgers, great thickness. I thought they were a perfect thickness of what I look for, thin, not too thick. Um, the Max L, just like Rob said, ribbed, and uh, it definitely was very soft and wet, Max salad. And uh, I thought it was tasty. Um, these guys are laughing. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was wet and yeah. ribbed. Yeah, laughing just... at the fact that one of the problems we're having with the new setup is we can't all see the shared document like we would uh, when we recorded on Zoom. So Randy's like, and now we will continue talking about the plate for some more. And then, I was also laughing because you said it was perfectly thick. It was thin, <laughs> okay. which I understand. It yeah. makes sense. It just made me laugh. All right. I guess you guys aren't going to like what I say next then. Um, I thought the meat sauce was amazing. Had a great kick to it, a little bit of spice, maybe some nutmeg. Rob, I think you're good with the spices. I don't know what it was, but it was something. I don't think so. Okay. Um, wow, and then shot the... down. <laughs> but it might have been. I, I didn't really think well, about that. Well, nutmeg is kind of in that sort of all-spice kind yeah. of family. Yeah, all-spice. I took a little piece. Sweet. Yep, I took a little piece separately just to try it. Um, the biggest downfall was the home fries, though. So not crispy whatsoever. Definitely very potatoy and, like, I don't know how you guys – I'm sure you guys could describe this would, better. Yeah, just to – I mean, that was, like, when, when I get to my full review – 
Um, that was the thing. There was no crispiness to it. It was your typical diner hash brown, if you will. Like, mm-hmm. They reminded me a lot of what I did a couple weeks ago, where you could just, on a fly top, you can't get them crispy. In a lot of places, they'll just drop them in the fryer, throw them in, you get that like loud sound when they hit your, your container. There's no way that occurred on that. That was like an old school, from the flat top, not crispy at all. Yeah, I, I agree with Randy, too, on the taste. I, I ate one of his home fries because I was curious, and... It it maybe that just means a lack of seasoning. It just tasted like the the middle of a potato. Yes. Which I guess you want your potatoes to taste like, but they could have used some salt or something. But it just tasted like taking a bite out of a potato like an apple. Yeah, I would say if you're gonna order from here, ask ask for ask extra crispy home fries. Um, and they're not like the potato ones, just to make it clear that are like fresh potato home fries that diners do. It's like the ones that you should usually get crispy. Or maybe um, you could, if you ordered French fries, maybe they'd mm, fry those probably. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Um, but there's a couple of things I noticed that I hadn't noticed on other plates. One, plenty of meat sauce. They, they really put it on here. I thought it was a good amount. And two, tons of mac salad. Like, I feel like the entire plate had a layer of mac salad instead of just half of it. And then they put the home fries kind of in on the one side too. So a good amount of home fries, which I thought was awesome. I have a question, Randy. So I asked you if we had extra meat sauce. I was thinking on the side, do you think that when you said extra meat sauce, they just thought you wanted extra meat sauce on the plates? Because it didn't seem like there were any sides of meat sauce. I was going to mention that because... A, I opened up those containers of onions thinking it was meat sauce. And I was like, oh, it's just a bowl of onions. So I guess we'll all share these. But you had written in your order, Rob, extra meat sauce. So I thought you meant an extra scoop right on it. And then I had put on mine one on the side. And I think what happened was they did consolidate a lot of these orders. I We may have gotten extra meat sauce because I felt fine with my amount of meat sauce. That's great. And we've always said from the pod experience get extra meat sauce because you always feel like there's not enough when it's to go. So I feel like we all got a lot. And then did anybody end up with onions actually on theirs or were they all on the side? You did. have. Yeah, I I ordered the works. But I think we do need to note that Randy ordered four containers of extra onions. It was... (laughs) I said extra onions. They uh, they give you a lot. So maybe half an order of extra onions. And everyone we thought was meat sauce. (laughs) We're like, oh, it's just more onions. Well, I think you said extra onions, and maybe they assumed extra onions for every single one of those four orders. So what, so what I said was meat sauce on your extra meat sauce on your plate, and then I said, could we get some onions on the side? Because um, the three of the plates won't have onions on it, and I wanted to yeah. say that. So, Perfect. Yeah. I mean, it came it exactly out. like you said. So, um, And then a couple other things. I think the two other things I really noticed, and I think Andy will probably get to this, was the grease at the bottom. So I'll let him kind of go a little more about that. And um, it was a little salty. I'd say that was the one other little downfall. And I think the more, I think it was the burger because I tried to eat each peach separately and the burger tasted a little salty. So overall, it was amazing. You I liked it. some of that salt moved over to the home <laughs> fries. <laughs> or the pasta while they were cooking it. Yeah, you mentioned the grease. I noticed some grease in the bottom of mine, but it wasn't anything crazy. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think it was too big of a deal. I just was thinking of it in terms of, was that from the meat sauce and it sunk down, or was that just from like the various fried products, like I have tater tots and stuff? Yeah. But um, for my details, drilling down, I, I did try those two sides. That was my call, and that's not a normal garbage plate thing, so I wouldn't hold that against them. They were both soggy. Tater tots are not the best choice. Um, they it ended up falling apart and kind of almost like you're eating meat sauce and tater tots together. It was like eating a bowl of like rice, you know, that was like in a sauce because it's all just those little chunks of potato. But it sounds like I didn't miss out on much from the home fries department. So usually I go home fries, French fries, just to vary the texture. And French fries, I end up, they tend to hold their crunch pretty well. So maybe I'm learning something about that. Onion rings tasted great, obviously got soggy. Um, But it was just something new that time. Overall, I really did like it, though, and uh, other than that, it was definitely um, within the realm of my normal ratings. I'd say it wasn't, you know, it's hard to have a bad garbage plate unless something goes horribly wrong, and I think it's actually difficult to be a true standout unless you do something very unique. So um, I thought it was solid, and I may have been the only person to get a hot dog. It was definitely a Zweigel's split down the middle, grilled on the flat top. It was good. 
Yeah. Uh, for me, just it, it it brought me back to what what Grease Wimpy's was. So that for me, that was like the for what you said, it was like doesn't have to be anything over the top spectacular. But that's what I look for is just I want certain standards of the the macaroni salad has to be good, it, and it has to be for me that that was what drives a plate when you have a nice like mayo-y mix and that and it mixes well with the hot sauce and it really did that it did get that pool at that bottom i had a massive pool at the bottom of mine and i don't know if i got the extra sauce or maybe they maybe did a scoop of a hot sauce and then like did a second one but drained off the grease i don't know what happened but very greasy at the bottom but it was it's such a good hot sauce like you said you can pick out chunks off the top you can't do that at other plates and so that's really a that drove home the the spicy flavor and it really mixed well with everything same thing with the potatoes, though. It's just, it's that little extra effort. They missed out on a little bit there because you, you, you want that crunch factor in a plate because everything else is just you can squish down. It's a, it's a burger, but it still will fall apart. It's mac salad. It, you can squish it. It's hot sauce. It's liquidy. Not having that crunch factor hurt it, but it's still, it's still one of my favorite plates because it's such a standby. Um, I think the hot sauce for that plate drives it because if the hot sauce wasn't that good, You'd, we'd, it would be a different conversation. It'd be like, well, yeah, the burgers were okay. The max out was okay. And then you have a bad hot sauce and a bad potato. But I, I think the hot sauce just carries it over the top and what puts it in that, in that top tier of those, like, greasy spoon plates. Like, you can go to a nicer place. If we went to Bitter Honey, I bet you their garbage plate would be spectacular. And $1,000. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it'd be spectacular. They'd give you a Kobe beef and, and Kobe beef hot sauce, and it'd be unbelievable. But for me, you know, growing up, like, in Greece and where, you know, what we could afford, like, a 6 to $7 plate is, is where that would, that was our, that's our standard. And it really fits the mold of that and doesn't try to do anything that it's not supposed to do. I wish they would maybe work on their fryers a little bit and maybe just a quick little drop fry, put them on the hot, put them on the flat top, drop them, then throw them in just to get that, that, that crispness. But other than that, it was, it was a throwback to when Mick Hayden was on his way and eating garbage plates in my dining room on a Tuesday because that's what Jamie wanted. So it was a nice little throwback. Nice. I don't have much to add. I, I think uh, because I thought that the first time we were going around was when we were describing our stuff. So I already <laughs> kind of did that, but <laughs> I would say... I love greasy things, and I love salty things, so those were definitely not negatives in my book, and, and I, I wouldn't even say this was salty. I think this was just like properly seasoned um, across the board. I wonder what those home fries, if they did deep fry them, but then maybe pulled them off and put them in like one of those metal bowls to sit there, and then just kind of like, you know, when you make fries and have them like pre-made as a batch, then it could soften up like that, so that's, because it is much easier to deep fry, so I bet you they did, but I just don't think they... There's we're totally fresh. We also, there, these were to go, too, and yep. they were probably in the car for 20, 25 minutes. So that's, yeah. I mean, one thing we didn't mention that always comes up, there was bread and butter, and there were little rolls. It wasn't the traditional little Italian bread. I thought the roll was great. It was very soft. I think it was, it wasn't King's Hawaiian, but it that had was, that. That buttery, it's a, Ooh, that was going to so say good. it. I, did, you were, I looked at you, and you yeah. were going to say it, and I knew you were going to say it. It was but, almost yeah. like uh, potato roll-ish. Yes. Like it's halfway to King's Hawaiian. It's something you would have at like a Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it, it really, again, rule, I mean, you got to, or you're going to poop the bed just for everyone's own safety. <laughs> rule number four. We it's, all know it. Yeah. It's good to know that none of us are going to poop the bed tonight. Also, make a note, they didn't put the bread in the plate. They put them in their own plastic bags. So your bread doesn't get like soggy with all the plate material. I thought it was, it was a great idea. Yeah, that's like an original Tahoe thing. Like when you go when you go to when you go to Tahoe's back in the day, you order your plate, then out of that box, there would just all of a sudden mystery bags just being thrown. How many how many plates? And you're like just throwing bread at you, and you're like, you got five bags of mystery things, and but it always worked out. Nice. Well, so I think we're are we any anything to add before we go around and give our ratings out of ten? Um, no. Besides the place itself, because I went to pick them up. We kind of talked about this off pod. Definitely a hot's place. And Wimpy's in Greece did not feel as much like a hot's place, I'd say. Definitely. Um, what do you think, Pat? Like the ones in Greece was more like a, I don't know. It was it was like a high-end kind of like hot's place. It, it had all the, the boost of a typical hot place, but spick and span clean. And in, in, in a much larger menu than a, than a mm-hmm. hot's place. Like a hot's place is your garbage plates, burgers, fries, and move on and get out of there. Wimpy's tries to be a little bit more, more sandwiches, chicken wings, um, but the one in Greece tried to be like a family 
restaurant yes. kind of vibe where you bring your kids and eat plates and it didn't work out for them in Greece, but there's already another place there. That's a whole different podcast. But the one you went to, yeah, I, I have been there late at 3 a.m. and it is everything you think a hot place would be at 3 a.m. Small, not big, walk-up counter, questionable bathrooms, and then just get out of there. Don't get that get off Buffalo Road as quickly as you can. <laughs> and so for me going to the Swimpies, I thought it was great because I would have if I I would have not even known it was really a hot place. But once I go in, I'm like, oh, they, this is the type of place you want to go to a plate for. Um, so if you've been to the Greece one and you haven't been to the Gates one, I'd say check it out. It's definitely different. Okay. Sounds good. So I think we're ready to go around and give our review, our ratings rather. So Pat, as our guest, you'll go first. We're going to rate this in the way that we always have rated trash plates <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> so 10 being the best. Uh, what would you rate a wimpy? Can, what do you break the smallest point value down into? Quarters. Okay. Good to know. Up to quarters. Up to quarters. So like 9.25. Correct. Wow. <laughs> so we're going all the way out to a hundreds place. So our math department friends will feel when good you, about that at home. When you say you it as a decimal, to, it sounds yeah. like a little specific, but yeah. Round, uh, round to the nearest quarter point. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, so 10 obviously is, is as good as it gets. And then you had mentioned it earlier that, you know, every plate's a, a plate's a plate. It's not that bad unless something goes really awry. So... For me, is this a plate worth traveling for? Is this a plate where I'm like, you get in your car and you go with your boys to get a plate because it's that good? It's really close to that. And that would be over an eight. Um, I don't think it's over an eight five. I don't think, but I also don't think it's a seven because that hot sauce is is just upper echelon hot, hot sauce. Like that, they should jar that and sell that and market that because that's just, that's as good as you're going to get. Uh, so I would take my boys. I would go there. I'd be like, listen, we're going to Wimpy's tonight. We're bringing plates home. And then and that's just what we're going to do. So for me, since we're using the quarter point scale, and I don't think it's an 8.5 because the potatoes really hurt it, it's going to be eight and a quarter. So for, for those of you at home, that's going to be an 8.25. Um, no more you know, no more numbers after that because we got around to the nearest quarter point. If, if it was the old rating system, is I'm a long time. Oh, I'm, that's a super fan. Yeah, what would you go with? Like, that would have been, a, that been to say chicken feathers. <laughs> that would have been an empty plate, that, which is oh. a, so yes, I remember those from back in the day. That would have been an empty plate of which I, I did. I did finish my plate because it's that good and I didn't want to have leftovers because it was that good I wanted to finish it so yeah. eight and a quarter for sure and rule number one always finish your plate or yeah. you'll be shunned by the I community <laughs> Andy we gotta print those up and put them in our studio <laughs> in Rob's dining room <laughs> um, for me I thought yeah it's hard I wish I had listened back to a few episodes Are either of you two co-hosts a little nervous about putting a number on this just cause I don't really remember what our old scores were like at all cause we've been doing breakfast sandwiches for do you remember, Pat? I mean, you are a super fan. I mean, I, I as, a, as a fan, I would recommend writing something this down somewhere. Just for your guys' <laughs> own. We did, though. Right? Didn't we all go back and re-listen to this? Or like yeah, a Google Doc. Uh, um, yes. yeah, we, so, we have done that now, but we all forgot to look at it. You know, so I think the last, plate, the last plates you guys did was uh, uh, Happy Days, and that was all over the board because you guys had two different plates from the same place. <laughs> so you, you're, you're really in uncharted territory here, my yeah, friend. Yeah, I think for me it was good. I think it was just about as good as you know any local place you'd go to. I don't think it was bad, really, in any way, other than it sounds like kind of across the board, the sides weren't ideal, excluding macaroni salad, because when Rob talked about it for two minutes, I just, I just stared out the window because I hate mac salad. <laughs> so um, I'm going to say not a horrible score. I'm going to say pretty good 7.5 from me. I kind of reserve that nine through ten in my head my record may not show this but moving forward i kind of reserve <laughs> that nine through ten is that's got to be your gourmets and stuff just because they're the only ones that can really take it a step past so i'll say 7.5 it was good i would eat it again i live on the east side i don't know that i drive across town to go get it um but if you guys were getting plates from somewhere and it happened to be there i would be in for sure shout out to wimpy's I believe the name must be the guy from Popeyes, right? <laughs> Who ate burgers all the time, right? Wimpy's Burger Basket. I think he do it's have a guy on the logo. That's an amazing <laughs> character from like old old cartoons. He said he was the guy who famously said, "I'll glad you gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today." 
What a line. You're the ultimate scam artist. Andy, if I could tell you how many times I've thought about this, driving by Wimpy's in Greece all those years, and just, I don't know why, just thinking, is it named after that Wimpy's? I mean, he did eat hamburgers, but he also, they serve a lot of other food there, and he didn't eat that other food. Well, but it is a hamburger place. I just think we just don't ask questions, and we assume it is wimpy. Oh yeah, definitely. Side note: We saw on their menu they had pizza logs dipped in wing sauce, and we ordered four of those, and they were delicious. It's just a little bit better than a regular pizza <laughs> log, which are great. So that was fun too. Great idea. Yep. So I'm looking at the scores. Happy days to go, Andy. You ranked it a four. Okay. Wow. Um, and then that, and that I think was fair because they did. You and I had a very bad meat sauce experience at the location we went to. Parenting Hots. You gave that a nine. We loved that one. We did. We did. So that didn't enter the nine to ten range though, and I probably gave Blue Wolf like a nine point five or something. I can tell you. Well, don't look it up because. <laughs> So I um I love this plate, Pat. You couldn't have said it better. The meat sauce is exactly what I was looking for in a meat sauce. I had a little bit without the plate, like just to taste it. Perfect meat sauce. Um, the home fries are gonna bring this down a bit. I will be going back um t- and ask for extra crispy home fries because I think this would have put it over the edge for me. Um, I love the mac salad. It's different than other mac salad we've had. I also, I think mac salad, I'm just easy on it, obviously, bright and hot. But I like the one that sticks together. This one was more loose, and I still enjoyed it. Um, I think that's from the grooves in the pasta. (laughs) It must be. When the grooves line up with each other, they just slide right down. (laughs) Um, And I also like the hamburgers, but there was a little bit too much salt. So I'm going to say 7.75. I'm very close to you, Pat. Um, close to you, Andy. I think somewhere between a seven and a half and an eight. I will. I will be going back. I, and I if I'm in that neighborhood, I'll go back. Then Is anyone too. else worried Randy's going to go to Wimpy's right after we're done? <laughs> <laughs> I really want those. Well, they do plates. half plates there, so maybe they also. Before I forget, they do chicken finger plates. They have a huge menu there too. So they also did stuff. one that had like eight proteins oh. on it, which was crazy. Like the two by eight. Yeah, the two by yeah. I know. I saw that. And then I couldn't find where the actual regular plates were. I'm like, are we going to have to get these huge plates? Because sometimes yeah. you'll go somewhere where they, they're, they're like, oh, okay, you can get three or maybe four. They had a six yeah. and an eight, which is nuts. <laughs> I'll, 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 I will tell the shaved steak plate. That's, that, was my, that is my wife's go-to there. And it, for me, it wouldn't, it's not even a concept I'd even think about. And they, they literally basically put a Philly cheesesteak right on top. And Ooh, with they put no cheese br- sauce on there? Your choice, because mm-hmm. I mean, it's a choose-your-own-adventure now in in the plate world. Anything goes. Yeah, it, kids but, these days with their cheese sauces and their chicken fingers. Yeah, it was their it, baked beans. Oh, no, stop! Now, <laughs> now you're going to where you can't go. Double beans. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the uh, shaved steak plate. That's my wife's fave. Awesome. I'm going to give it an eight and a half. Nice. I thought it was really good. I I enjoyed it. It was one of the better plates I've ever had. Yeah, the potatoes were a little soft. So were the noodles. I didn't care. They were. I thought the flavor was there, and, and and like you said, Randy, I think if you ordered those home fries extra crispy, it would be a much better plate. But none of that bothered me. It was uh, it was a really enjoyable plate. One of the better ones I've had on this yeah. on this show. So well, one of the guys Great. with the most career peeves recorded on this show. I find that interesting. I I feel like. Sometimes something like that could really hurt a plate in your eyes, Rob. I'm glad. That you're giving it the benefit of the doubt, and like you said, the flavor was there. Yeah, and that's really. Important. I was almost in the nine range until I started hearing you guys talking. Like, actually, that's a good point. Wait a minute, <laughs> it's not that amazing. But that I think that goes to show that plates are just a pretty solid food, and they're hard to screw up too because you were thinking that it was very, very good. I think I'm with you, Rob. What you're saying is it all fit together nicely. Like yeah. each component, like once the you get it together. Breakfast sandwich. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think another reason I was so generous is that I am freaking glad we're done with breakfast sandwiches and literally any other food in the world is something that's something I'd rather eat right now. So Yeah, we almost recorded a garbage plate episode maybe three weeks ago, and I think it was when Wimpy's closed or something, or we found out it was closed. Something something along those lines happened. And we were all looking forward to eating a garbage plate so much more than breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> and we ended up eating breakfast sandwiches that day <laughs> yeah. and we we're all just like 
Uh, here we go. So it was nice today to have something different for sure. It's like when people are eating like really crappy food for a while and then they like look forward to a salad. We've been eating nothing but breakfast <laughs> sandwiches and we're looking forward to a trash plate. <laughs> yeah, even when we ate it, I said, boy, this is really heavy. It's, it's weird because just last week we had three full-size, pretty heavy breakfast sandwiches and I guess it became a normal part of our diet in that I didn't feel that bad that day. But we started talking about just the pure density and heft of these plates. I think Pat mentioned it in his first impressions. There's a lot going on in a garbage plate, and it's there's a lot of weight to it and a lot of sauces that kind of just like get into it and don't take up a lot of space. Yeah, it was a little heavy, but, uh, you know, plates are great. We're good to be back with our roots, I think. I think so, too. Glad to have you be on for this one, Pat. I, it, it's been an honor. Like, I was, I was telling you guys pre-pod to kind of, you know, use your guys' lingo, if you will. This is exactly what I envisioned, just hanging out with your friends, talking about food, and then being able to record it so you guys can, like, kind of just have fun and laugh a little bit. That's yeah. the best part. Yep, exactly. Awesome. So we're nearing the end of the show, Pat, and we're going to move on to our segment of peeves and plugs. And so is there anything that you have a peeve about or any kind of product or company or store or restaurant that you'd like to plug? Um, I, I'm not, I'm definitely not a, on the peeve side, but just, I want to plug summer concert season. I am so ready to go out and overpay for a beer. <laughs> I am ready to pay $25 for a 25 ounce beer at Darien Lake and see Zach Brown or Eric Church, Chesney. I just, I'm ready, but you know, the, or I'm vaccinated. My wife's vaccinated. As soon as my kids are eligible, they're going to be my parents. Like I'm ready to go out and, and overpay and, and get yelled at. Um, for getting a little, getting out of hand a little bit, like I, that part. So I'm, I'm plugging summer concert season. If it, if if your band's not coming, uh, get out and go see a show. Just get outside and go enjoy the, the weather because I'm going to. Cannot wait. That's a great plug, Andy. Uh, for plugs, I have uh, weird two really random ones. I finally saw the movie Logan, which is like four <laughs> years old. But Randy, I know. You're you must be a big fan of that because you've got the other pod. I this might be my favorite plug you've ever had, Andy. Go ahead. Well, I've been wanting to watch it forever. I have YouTube TV, which we get our cable through, so I saw it and taped it maybe like probably six months ago, and immediately forgot about it. And I was just cruising through the movies section of my DVR, and I was like, "Oh, this movie!" And it had a runtime of about three and a half hours because it had commercials, but it was on it one in the morning so it was less uh you know edited down violence and language wise than it normally would have so i got almost the full experience it was awesome awesome and i wanted to see it and i knew it would be awesome and i but it lived up to the uh minimal amount of hype that i had heard about but i I enjoyed that quite a bit even just like the the professor x stuff and the guy who they're living with and stuff and i just thought it was great and the little girl was amazing so Logan, that movie from like 2017, <laughs> go see it, check it out. It's a good plug. And I like, I'm a big Hugh Jackman fan. I like musicals and stuff like that. And he's got quite a range as an actor because he was like the greatest showman. And then he was also Logan. And in that movie, Logan is crazy. So, um, And then the other thing I'm plugging, I bought two new Adirondack chairs, just the plastic kind that you can get at like Lowe's or whatever. Um, which is where we got our last ones. These new ones I got from Target, they were 22 bucks, and they have this little thing that slides out from underneath the arm made of plastic, cup holder, sunglass holder, cell phone holder. And it just slides out, and so you're not... When I sit in the Adirondack chair, half the time my phone falls out of my pocket. It's just great. We sit outside, we got two of them, my wife and I watch the kids play outside, and we can have, you know, a beverage and play some music on your phone. It's just awesome. They were 20 bucks. So shout out to Target, gigantic corporation, but uh, awesome chairs. Great plug. Uh, Andy, this brings me to my plug. Um, one of them, James Mangold did Logan, directed it. Yeah. And uh, he's doing Indiana Jones 5, which is in production. Uh, they're working on it. So pretty awesome. Brings me to my next plug Maybe, Andy, you should listen to this one. Libraries. I'm listening right now. Instead of writing all this down. Libraries. Libraries. No, this will help you. 
instead of having to sit through three hours of a movie that has commercials, you just go to the library and get the DVD out for free. Because Wait, do they have movies that are as recent as Logan there? <laughs> Yes. Yes, very much so. I, I think Rob, I is, oh, yeah. Rob is mocking. Oh, because yeah. <laughs> it's four years old. Um, yeah, so I've been doing that. Have you heard about this movie Logan? <laughs> so okay, I guess like uh, it's later or something. Uh, so I've been doing that the past two weeks. Took out City Slickers last week and Indiana Jones. I love City Slickers so much. It's so good. I almost, I almost rented it recently. I was like, that movie is so good. Cal's name is Norman. I'll, I'll go wash out. I can, I can only sell. Are we, we going to plug Top Gun next? Like, what's the next? Like, that's coming. That I know that's coming. Yeah. I'd like to plug the uh, train coming at coming at the audience movie, the first movie ever made. It's terrifying. I ran out of the theaters the second I saw it. Randy, oh, I'd like to, I'd, yeah, I'd like to um, also continue my plugs. Uh, so we also did Indiana Jones, um, the first two, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Temple of Doom. So they got everything you want there. You can get it in Blu-ray. It's free, a week takeout. Um, yeah, awesome. So library, definitely. I'm at the library all the time with my kids, so we go like every two weeks, so I'll pick and, up some movies. And actually, I know you're joking, Rob, but they do have like very recent movies out too. Like sometimes more recent than Redbox. If you go to the front area of the library, you can get those out. So yeah, that's my plug. That's an awesome plug. I have, so I have a peeve that is linked to my food fail of the week. And so your culinary miss of the week, I mean, my culinary <laughs> miss of the week. I forgot what the segment was called. I think me and you just keep calling it food fails, but on accident like we're not trying to say it's it. got alliteration there it's got everything andy's really uh, plugging culinary miss though so. that's what we called it the first time the crowds <laughs> loved it so i so we um there's a, an instagram account called found in rochester and on the found in rochester um account uh, it was advertised that aldi's was selling halloumi style cheese fries so I saw them in Aldi's for like a few bucks. I bought them, threw them in the fridge, forgot about them for at least a month and a half. But it's cheese, like, how, you know, it can't go bad. So you're supposed to fry them. I've heard that they work in air fryers. And so I used my carbon steel pan, heated up some oil, probably not hot enough, opened up the cheese, thought, hmm, that doesn't look like what I would guess halloumi cheese is because I think it's a cheese that doesn't melt, that you can grill, that you can pan fry, that it's like a really like robust cheese. This just looked like cheese so i threw it threw in the uh in the skillet and just watched as it just slowly melted and just grew into this blob and stuck to the pan and it I was nothing stuck to carbon steel well fake cheese does so i, I it, it wasn't hard to clean i did, I did, I did <laughs> scrape up the nice cheese save. um and i was like okay just a bunch of melty cheese i'll take a little bite it was disgusting. It was so nasty and processed and weird. And so I did like a few Google searches like, um, like Aldi's halloumi cheese sucks and <laughs> hoping that somebody would agree with me. And all I could come up with was like people being obsessed with this crap. So maybe the proper way to eat it is not throw it in a pan and fry it. <laughs> You're supposed to put it on. He stuff. did say first people it. do it in an air fryer, but then he put it in his pan. I think that's exactly <laughs> how he described fryers, it. But I have neither air fryer nor deep fryer. So I thought, well, if it's halloumi, it's not going to melt. You could pan fry halloumi, I think. And so it does not work. Created kind of a mess. It was nasty. That was my food culinary miss of the week. Thank you. Good sale. sale. <laughs> no, that was good. That was a good sale right there. Uh, and then I do have a couple plugs. Uh, one plug is uh, Burt's Bikes. I brought my bike in to get fixed. And the, it was kind of a pain in the butt because they kept saying, they were like, okay, it needs a tune-up, but you also need a new chain and a new cassette. With the cassette's the thing with all the teeth. They called me, they're like, we can't find a cassette. You've got to find it yourself. So they sent me a link to a bike parts website. They're like, here, you can buy it from here. So I buy this cassette, bring it in. Two days pass, they're like, you need a new wheel. They're like, we could put it together now, but it's just not going to ride properly. And I was like, well, I brought it in so it would ride properly, so I don't want to have a broken bike that has a new cassette. So they're like, we can't find a, a wheel. <laughs> You'll have to find. 
This doesn't sound much like a plug. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the other category. So this is we're going to back the one to the PUs, right? I, well, you know, I brought, I bought a wheel, found a wheel, brought it in. They fixed it. I guess the reason it's a plug is that I had brought it to another bike store like a year and a half ago, saying that I was having the same problems. They're like, oh, it just needs a tune-up. They tuned it up, and they're like, yep, you're good to go. And I still continue to have the same issues. So. The fact that at least Bert's truly diagnosed what's been a problem with the bike for a while and now it's riding properly was a plus, and they were pretty cool. Uh, I'm assuming they can't buy parts themselves from certain places because it is kind of like a bigger company. Maybe they're like limited to who their supplier is, but overall they were friendly. I thought the prices was pretty fair. I, I would go back again. And Rob, their mascot is Bert from Sesame Street, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just like Wimpy. Yep. Yeah, um, I was gonna say I'm sure our listeners can't wait to hear what this next plug is and hope it's not oh, their business. <laughs> this is this is the cheese. I'm showing the the guys a picture of this disgusting yeah. mess of cheese. The fact that it looked like that and you still they, tried it, it. <laughs> kind of be like mozzarella cheese sticks. Type it, of thing? it did look just oh, like God. mozzarella. I'm like, this like, is just what, is it, what are these robust cheeses, Rabbit's talking about that you could just grill halloumi. I think you could throw like on a grill. It won't melt. It's like. But, but then when I actually looked at the bag, it said halloumi style. No, it's, it is a, it's a specific, ch- if you look it up, it is a cheese. <laughs> I'll have to Google it. It doesn't know. Anyways, uh, and then my other, my other plug is just reading funny Amazon reviews. Like I'm, I'm going to try to hike some Adirondacks high peaks. So I'm just buying a bunch of gear, just getting way into it as I usually do for anything I do. And just reading the Amazon reviews that people have are so entertaining to me. I was looking up like maybe for a, like a, a, a wool hat to cover up if it gets cold. And this one review, the heading said 100% all not all caps, not wool. I tested the fibers. And then you <laughs> I just read that heading and I'm like, you tested the fibers. And then if you go on to read the actual review, he just lit it on fire. And he's like, it melted. Wool would never melt like that. And then well, hold on. on. Did he put it in a pan? A he didn't put it carbon in a carbon steel? steel pan. He put it in just like a Teflon pan. I heard you're supposed to air fry something like that. <laughs> if a deep fryer is available, it also does work. <laughs> yeah, so. that's true. He goes, this hat doesn't look, feel, or burn like a natural fiber and won't keep you warm. And then later on, edit after watching a YouTube video. I'm pretty sure that is made from acrylic. So it's just, I love people just complaining. I don't know what's funnier. This guy getting this in depth into his review and burning the fiber or Rob looking up reviews on a hat. Just buy a hat from a ski shop or something. Yeah, guess what? I could have bought this 100% not wool hat like an idiot. (laughs) Or was it K-N-O-T and it had a nice little bobble on the top? It, It was not just be like me and wear the same Bills hat you've had for the my, last 25 years. I think my favorite part is Rob's peeves and plugs have gotten longer than his description of the garbage plate portion of the episode. And, and so. nothing separates them. It's just a bunch of rants in a row. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like family guy. What, what, you know what grinds my gears? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Rob. We appreciate it. Hey, anytime. Just a classic short peeve and a short plug. At the end of our pod, we always like to give people our social media and email information. Our Instagram is at Talkin Trash Rock. I did have an interesting comment on one of our posts this week. Um, we were kind of pumping up the breakfast sandwich finale, and someone mentioned that it was from the Rochester Cookie Report, um, who's someone who's been reviewing cookies all around Rochester, which is what I would maybe describe as my dream job. <laughs> yeah, why do we... Hold on. Why don't we have a podcast that does that? That yeah, is so much better than Trash Plates. Classic cookie off with this person on as our, uh, our guest. Um, but they said, because Balsam made the finals, they said Balsam does get points off for not using real fresh eggs, though. Prerequisite for a good breakfast sandwich. So I just commented back basically saying... Eggs have been a major topic of discussion, and uh, you know we have people like me who don't care about the eggs, and we have people like Randy who it's the most important thing. And, so, and I you, pick balsam, which is crazy. Balsam yep, was really good. So we, we all learned a little bit about ourselves. But, uh, <laughs> they said their their bagels are a tier. So I mean, I think that the bagel did do a lot of the heavy lifting, and the fact that they just had it composed so well. But I thought that was cool that someone was kind of thinking about the same type of stuff we've been discussing. Because 
for me, I really don't think about the eggs. And I guess that's a life of growing up with fast food breakfast sandwiches and not really thinking about it too much. Kind of funny. How about the email, Rob? Any emails this week? TalkingTrashRock at gmail.com, R-O-C. I haven't checked, but I doubt that we do because every time I do check, we almost never do. He no. said that every episode for the past 10 episodes. Maybe we should check once. <laughs> okay. I've checked? I'm joking. Now, Pat, if you want, you know, you... So, yeah, I, I, I'll email you guys anytime you need to. Um, but, again, I just... Uh, my last blog is this. This this has been a, an absolute blast. It is really, really good. And, you know, I think a couple podcasts ago, as you guys were saying, how you guys were number three in Rochester, which is big time. And, you know, if I if I start my own, I plan on going right to number four. <laughs> and get you guys and get you guys up. Keep you in that top three. Keep that medal. That's high praise. Okay, we, we never have guests on as repeat guests, so I'm sure you'll never be on here. No. at any point. Especially guests named Pat. <laughs> yes. So oh, Pat, yeah. we'll see you next week. For no, the, no, uh, next time. I think I'm still technically a guest. So. Well, no, once your face show. makes the logo, you're you're oh, a host. And you're doing logo uh, official live reads of our segment introductions that never work. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna work this time. We got it. Yeah, Pat. I think I'm. Uh, I'm gonna say it for all of us. But in our next competition, I'm going to formally invite you now to be a guest as one of the raiders on something we do. Oh, I listen wholeheartedly. Accept. I, okay. This is. This was a lot of fun. It's beans. Between <laughs> <laughs> a bean up, two pounds of beans coin. All double orders. One through ten. Lima versus. <laughs> I can't even think of a second. Black bean. Great order. <laughs> Kidney. Okay. Oh, man. When we start talking bean types, you know the body part. I kind of want to do beans. Up. Oh, no. <laughs> I love beans. I don't we, know. We started talking beans. about maybe doing ice cream over the summer. And Randy, Randy, do you have like a, are you lactose intolerant or something? It do, I don't think so, but it doesn't agree with me very so well. So the best part was we were talking about it after recording one of our podcasts. And, we, Rob and I love ice cream. Rob likes ice cream more than anyone I've ever met. And Randy, uh, from what I had determined in that conversation, it didn't sit well with him. And for the next hour and a half, we're just getting text after text from Randy. Like, Have you heard about this place? Have you heard about this? I'm like, Randy, do you even like ice cream? What is happening? I guess I like it more than I thought. I'm so excited for this one. Deep dives into topics about yeah. food. It's going to be fun, man. It's going to be awesome. Well, Pat, thank you so much for joining us. Again, we'll have you back for sure in the near future. And uh, guests, thanks for following along with us on this one. And stay tuned for our next competition, which will be probably ice cream. So keep talking and, and eating, eating trash. trash. I think.